0: What is going on? It's a Wednesday, July 31st. It's crazy how fast the summer goes by. And once you hit August, it just seems like it just falls right into, well, fall, autumn, I guess, if you're European. But it's kind of sad, but it's also nice. I love the changing of the colors and all that, but um, I don't really know what's next. You know, and it, I think... For me personally, that's that's the scariest part because you know, I am unemployed right now, and I don't really know. I've I've moved around a lot throughout my life, and I've had a lot of um, times where I've just had to move because my dad would get different jobs and get better opportunities, and we would move as a family. And I was always told where I needed to live, and I was not always put into nudged I should say to where I should go to school or what what I should take up. My parents were really helpful and I love them. But now that I'm at a point in my life where I'm essentially free, I don't have much debt. I don't I don't really have a whole lot of stuff that I need to worry about. I don't have any pets. Um I mean, I guess I kind of do because I'm, you know, very close with my girlfriend and, um, you know, she has two animals, but, and we're, you know, trying to figure out what's next. And I think for me personally, I, I wanted to run away, I guess, Mad Men style and just kind of go across to California, California, uh, California. Um, And, I think another thing about Mad Men, you know, and I don't want to ruin the show, you know, spoiler alert, but you can't run away from your problems. And, you know, that's something that I think we all kind of deal with in our own ways. Um, But, yeah, it's scary. I mean, I'm uh, applying to positions where I don't really want to work, you know, and supplementing income. I don't have unemployment insurance anymore. I used it up. Um, from my uh, previous unemployment period. I guess in North Carolina, you can only get 12 weeks. Um, I suppose I could have filed for federal unemployment, but I really just don't feel like going through all that. It's just one of those things where North Carolina is a real pain in the ass to file it, and there's no real resources here to even kind of like go in, in person and do that kind of thing. And I'm I'm not... Um, I'm not bitching too much. I mean, I've, I've definitely got to start working and make my own money. But the last time I was in Nashville, it was about four years ago where I just graduated from school. I didn't have any experience behind my belt and I couldn't find anything. And I, I, I lived with my mom for about four months. Um, I think I left Buffalo, at the time I was doing an internship for a dorm company that sold dorm products. And I left to go home around August and I I moved out in January. It was January 19th. And I moved in with my dad and I applied for jobs out in Washington, D.C., because that's where he was living and he had um, accepted a job there. And I thought, well, hey, there's a good job market in D.C. I can live with my dad, save some money. And I did for a while. I, I got a job. I ended up uh, exiting another relationship that I was in. I wasn't really my full – I couldn't really give my full self. And uh, it just you know was one of those things where before that I, I worked a job at Family Dollar and it was right by my mom's on the corner and I walked up the street to get there and it was a tough job. I hate cash registers. I hate dealing with people on a customer service base because it it stresses me out. I mean, I don't, I don't hate dealing with people on a customer service basis, but, um, sometimes in those positions, it's really hard. You have to eat a lot of shit and it was tough. It was a lot of people. It was a lot of different things that I had to do in my role, and it was one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. I didn't make a ton of money, and I was stressed out. So I have this job interview tomorrow, and I, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it or not, but it sounds like I could possibly, but it's a for a car wash position down about a mile or two away. And... I guess what attracted me to it as like a part-time gig was because, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about customer service. I could just be busy, and working kind of hard. And those are the kind of jobs that I, I think I do well at in those capacities. Um, but, you know, I I'm scared because I don't want the same parallels of my life to occur. And you know, life is a really weird thing in that it, it brings these lessons out. And there are certain patterns that you almost need to get through. I've been trying pretty hard to find a full-time job, and that's I do marketing mostly uh, I write, but i I've been employed in a marketing capacity for most of my career and um you know there's not a whole lot of that in Nashville. It's a really service oriented or it's a um service-oriented industry town and it's a bit of a tongue twister and there's not a whole lot of marketing and what there is of marketing it's not the best pay and the experience is a little inflated to an extent I've had interviews some of them have gone well but it's a really precarious market here I don't really think that I'll ever leave my mark on this town. It feels like purgatory and I really want to I'm it's like I'm I'm in this glass cage right now and the water's filling up and I'm I'm starting to like scrape at the sides to get out because I'm getting really uncomfortable and I'm feeling like there's no escape and I, I and that's why I want to escape. And I've I've paid rent for this month, and I'm almost thinking to myself, well, I'm not on a yearly lease. I can pretty much opt out whenever, and I'm I'm almost considering just taking it step by step and going somewhere where, you know, I want to go and where I want to live. I mean, we moved to Asheville uh, when I was a freshman in college, and that was hard because I left. Behind all my friends in Ohio. Now, Ohio was where I'd lived before college, and it was a hard place to live. It was cold. There was a lot that happened there, some dark things in my life. Um, I knew a lot of people that died, and we were looking for a change. My mom mostly, um, so she facilitated that move. Uh, But that's how we ended up in Asheville initially. And when I was at the end of my internship, at the end of my time in Washington D.C., which I was ready to leave DC. I I had had enough, but um, I was sad to leave and I felt like I was taking a step back again. And I had taken a role as an intern. I was making, you know, less money and it was for a like three month position. Um, And after that, they would basically decide if it would be full time. Eventually I was hired on full time and, I got a pay raise around December, and that was reflected in the following calendar year, uh, January. So that all happened. And then I got laid off last October, and I was kind of left to figure things out. And it was a really hard winter, really hard winter. And I, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And I did want to stay in Asheville at that point. I had just settled into, I have a great apartment. Um, I have a great location and it was just like one of those things where I, I wasn't ready. Now I'm ready. And I had read, I've been reading a lot online. It's like, you know, where do you, you shouldn't look at leaving. You should look at what's next. And I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I've I've always thought that California would be a, a really cool place to live. I love the sun. I love being outside. I like warm weather, and I like the ocean. So those are all things that really draw me. And Juliet, well, my girlfriend, she uh, she's kind of enthralled by the idea of Florida, which you know is where she grew up. So I'm I'm down for that too. Uh, But I I honestly don't even know if I want to be in the United States anymore. And it's one of those things where it's like a good thing to have. I don't have enough money to travel like I want. And I think my ultimate goal is to save some money and then go out and get uh, my dive master, actually, which is a certification for scuba diving. It's this beautiful place in uh, Honduras off the coast. It's an island named Utila. That's where I got my first scuba certification. It was a beautiful island. The people were all really friendly and nice. And I had a wonderful dive shop where I got my certification where the dive uh, master would be, I think, about $2,500. And I think, you know, well, if I save up however much, pay off all my remaining debt that I do have and get going, then I would want to do that. And, you know, continue the podcast and other endeavors that I want to work on. Um, but in the meantime, I'm just not sure where my next jumping off point is. And it doesn't feel like it's in this area. And it's it's weird because I I don't want to get stuck. And I think that's a feeling that we all share too. We don't want to be held back by our environment or our jobs or... Uh, negative influences or people in our lives. and we need to cut those out. And right now i'm I'm trying to cut out this environment because I truly don't feel like it's the right fit for me anymore. It showed me some things I've learned about life and I'm ready to leave. But um, you know, I think one of those other things that I wanted to talk about too is that, what I read the other day was um, if you – if some Reddit thing or something – which, by the way, I could go on another rant about that. I Reddit is such a fucking circle jerk of people that just upvote each other for saying the stupidest things. It's fine. Whatever. I like Reddit, but it pisses me off. I don't go on it as much anymore, and I refuse to spend more than five minutes on a subreddit that I like. I delete it off my phone. Anyways – but one of the quotes was, um, if you don't, if hesitation, if you hesitate, things will be decided for you. Or if you don't decide, they'll be decided for you, or something along those lines. And it really rang true to me. You know, there's a lot of goals we all have in life, and I, there's so limited time. And that's one thing that I'm really starting to learn in life is that time really is valuable. And I'm a 26 year old person, and I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. I have a pretty great life. Um, and I, I want to do more. I want to, um, go out and kind of take the world by the, the horns. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that scares me is because I don't know what's next and I'm not sure how to decide for myself, but I think I, I'm going to soon. And I hope that, I think that the universe just kind of opens things up for you and um, lets things happen over time. But um, yeah, I I really, I'm hopeful. I don't, I think, I think there are days, there are good days and bad days and there are good moments and bad moments where you have these uh, fleeting feelings of doubt and inspiration and you need to take those moments of inspiration and run with it. You know, just earlier I was just sitting around on my phone reading Deadspin it was the uh, why your team sucks twenty nineteen. Deadspin's another one of those things I kind of hate read, uh, but I like Drew McGarry. He's a decent article guy, even though he kind of copies off of Bill Simmons. But um, I was just sitting there on my phone, and my girlfriend had this book called the uh, um, How to Break Up with Your Phone, and that's one other thing that I've been trying to uh, you know be more mindful of. It's just like my phone usage, and. I just thought, well, fuck it. You know, I haven't done a podcast today. I, I've been wanting to do one all throughout the day. Again, that time thing. Um, but I never did. And I was just like, all right, I'm just going to jump into it. And sometimes you just have to jump into things and just go full full steam ahead and never look back. And not in a bad way. I mean, you need to worry about the consequences of certain things. But, what, but if they don't hurt anyone and if – you fall on your ass. That's okay. And I think there's a lot of apprehension in the United States where we don't really have a cult. We have a culture where people are uh, told that they can do whatever they want. Uh, But, you know, one of those things is also there's a golden handcuff and golden handcuffs, I should say. And we get comfortable and we get cozy and uh, we stay in our nine to five and we um, don't want to leave our neighborhood. And I mean, power to my dad, even though we moved a lot and it was tough, you know, he took on these new jobs because he knew that it would mean more opportunity and wasn't worried about what, what the risk would be. Now, those might've been calculated risks, but I think it's okay to just take a leap of faith. Um, even if, you might fall on your ass um, and especially so if you do have a great support network like, like I do. Um, but, and it's tough, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm very fortunate and I can't speak to those that don't have, you know, the type of privilege that I do in my life. But, um, you know, since I do, I think I'm at a point now where I really need to just go and jump into it and just go full steam ahead because, I, I'm 26. I mean, I'll probably be fucking bald soon. Um, I'll probably have like gray pubes and shit like that. And, um, I, you know, I'm not going to let that happen without um, taking a risk. I grew my hair out down to my shoulders last year. And I knew because one day I might go bald, I was like, fuck it. I'm growing my hair out. Everyone's like, oh, don't do that. You're going to look, you no no one's going to ever want to like hire you or anything like that. I mean, I was at a job at the time. Where I was pretty, you know, employed. I felt safe in my job security, but tuning out that noise and believing in yourself and doing what you want to do. I mean, it was fucking long hair. I mean, Jesus, like, who am I to, like, care what other people think about how I grow my hair? Fuck that. You know, it's my body. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. As long as I'm not, like, injuring myself or, you know, um, doing, like, dumb things but I, I don't know. I think part of this podcast today, I, re- I didn't really come in with a topic or um, I usually do these rants, but um, today I just really wanted to speak from the heart because it's something that's just kind of been weighing on me a little bit. And I hope that whoever you are listening, that you find hope in yourself and you take those fleeting moments of inspiration, and run with it. And the doubt will happen, but don't get hard on yourself. Because I think another thing is that we're really hard on ourselves as people and our biggest critic is ourselves. So uh, take that inspiration and do something that you're not comfortable doing. You know, grow your hair out, um, get a tattoo or go fucking run away to Canada. I don't know, but don't ever doubt yourself. And it's, it sounds so stupid. I feel like such a handball, but, um, I just wanted to talk about my own personal experience in this moment. It is the Unemployed Podcast, and these are topics that I talk about, uh, like movies and stuff like that. But tonight, I really wanted to just uh, really get across how I'm feeling at the moment. And I'm going to let you know as an audience that I'm not going to give up on myself ever. And uh, I hope that you never do on yourselves either, because there will be doubters, there will be naysayers, Just the other day, I had someone kind of make a snarky comment, and it was someone close to me. Um, I'm not going to divulge anything else, but uh, it was hurtful, and I didn't like it, and it it really just fueled the fire for me even more, and I don't want to use criticism to motivate myself to work harder, but sometimes, you know, when someone's saying you can't do something, that just makes you work 10 times fucking harder, but I hope you all have a great Wednesday. And I'm tired of saying y'all. I've said that before in the podcast. I hope you guys or you all, how about that Say y'all? How about you all? I hope you all have a nice Wednesday night. Stoke that fire.